I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something right. So I'm alive. What's up, peeps? <laughs> Welcome to Gap Cell Keenan 63. And already I'm nervous because it looks like we have a bad connection. I don't like this. We'll see what happens. But, wait. Okay, it looks good for you guys. So anyways, all right, look. For those of you who don't know, Gap Selling is a real live sales call. It is a real salesperson who has a real product, works for a real company, and he or she is trying to sell that product or service to me or ASG. So with that being said, we're going to see if my man Matt Fogarty, like the singer, and he's got a beard and everything, so maybe this dude actually like is related to Fogarty. But anyways, Matt's going to try to sell us. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Keenan. Thank you for uh, having me on. I'm really excited about the opportunity. Unfortunately, there is uh, no relation between myself and the Creedence Clear Auto Revival, John, but still appreciate the music. All right, baby. All right. Good, good. Wait, you're a little young to be appreciating his music, dog. Like, that's... I'm an old soul, if you will. You know, I like... Uh, I've uh, heard about you guys. Rock, you know, little bebop, the 50s, you know, Frankie Valley, all that good stuff. Going way back to Frankie Valley. Okay, that is old. Yeah. That's going way back. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, welcome to Gap Selling. Um, sounds like you think you got something we need. So I'll give you 30 seconds, a minute to tell the audience what it is that you sell or the company. So at least we have context. And then the floor is yours. For sure. So, uh, yeah, work for Click Data. Um, and what we are is a end-to-end cloud-based business intelligence and data management platform. Uh, we work with all different types of businesses, and our goal is really to help businesses make decisions and manipulate their data in a way that they can visualize it and drive actionable insights. Um, and a lot of problems, as we'll get into with data processing, is people are working with bad data and then making bad decisions off of that data that's costing a lot of companies revenue. All right. Well, Take it away, baby. The floor is yours. All right. So one of the... I typically run these discoveries. I try to get to know you, get to know your company a little bit. Did we lose Keenan? I, I don't know. He's off on my screen. I have no way to tell. Um, so I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> so what, uh, what we do is, uh, whatever, how I run a discovery, get to know you, get to know your company, the current situation. Um, obviously, and then, you know, get into your biggest problems. But since it doesn't appear that I can ask you questions right now, and I appear to be talking just to the audience, I'll give the audience this quote, which I think they'll appreciate. Um, it's judge a man by his questions rather than his answers. Voltaire, a little philosophy for you folks out there. Um, and I don't know, it appears that we've lost Keenan, So I'm not really sure what to do.
So, I mean, I can talk to you guys about philosophy, whatever you want, you know. <laughs> we'll get back. We'll get back after it. You there? All right. Back. I'm back. I'm back. Really making it hard on me, huh? I guess so. I don't know what happened. So, I mean, I can talk to you guys about yeah, you did a good job. I'm watching you here. You, you were still on the whole time. So, you did good work to hang in there, dude. I mean, I figured my end didn't disconnect, so the people were still watching. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so, so. pick up where you left off or start again. So I got all the stuff. Yeah, you did a good job. I'm watching you here. You're, you're still on. Yeah, is there any way I'm getting a feedback loop with the show? Not anymore, you're not. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so anyways, get to know you, your company a little bit. So obviously I've read your book, your background. So my real question is, how did you go from Jim Matthew Keenan to share Beyonce Keenan? You know, this person, this larger than life sales personality that we all know and love. That's an interesting first question. Uh, thank you. That's a very so. What what is your objective of that first question? Get to know you a little better. It's not directly related to my company. I have a first question related to that. If you want me to skip on past. Okay. So so do you do you do that on your sales calls? Typically, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking drives me insane. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like. Look, I know you because it's met you and you're coming on here, so I want to be nice to you. But no, I don't want someone asking me personal questions or trying to do anything that's remotely, quote unquote, rapport building, other than other than the typical cultural elements like, hey, how you doing? Do you have a good weekend? If, if there's something that's specific, like they're in Seattle and they just won the Super Bowl, hey, congratulations. Or like that right there, like, oh, my God, you're a Dion fan. You want to see that, that little bit just to get the thing going. But once we start... I can't stand it when salespeople fucking ask me questions about me and all that shit. None of your fucking business. I'm here because I have a product or service that I may want to buy. Let's go. Right. Let's I understand go. that. But you, as being a representation of the gap selling model and a sales growth company, was curious how you took it from a salesperson to, you know, the company that you built out. That was kind of just to elaborate. Okay. On that. If that's the question, how did I build the company? I'll answer yeah. it. I'll answer it. It seems off topic. Right, it seems off topic. You can skip on past. That's perfectly fine. That's no, no, because I look. You know how these roles. There's been 62 of them, so you can't sound surprised. Like you chose. This is what you chose to start on, so you got to live with it, right? Yeah. So I'll go there. I started the company by blogging. Why didn't even start the company? I started blogging in 2009. Blogged every fucking day for two years. I got a lot of people who knew who I was. People started reaching out to me. They asked um, if I took consulting clients at the time. I didn't because I was working with someone else. Then I got let go at a big. What do you call a big? acquisition and so then i was like i can start a, start this company and call those people up who want to work with me or i can go find another job and work for a bunch of assholes and i decided i'll start my company and so it was just me and i got more business than i hired an admin and she made my world easier then i got more customers and i hired some salespeople. then i wrote the book and then the book took off and i created the training and then the training got me more and now here we are beautiful so what i heard there is that you're all over the place you know people can find you on the website they can find you on linkedin you're on Facebook, you got book sales, you got merch sales, got this t-shirt here. So the main question to really start it off and get it going towards where we're going is how are you leveraging all of that data to help drive that doubling your year over year revenue, which is for, was the goal on one of your last uh, Gapsell Keenan's that you elaborated is. What, how are we leveraging, you said all that data. What is all that data? What, because so, I talk social media and i wait what data are you asking me if i'm leveraging right so all of the 
the data. So the people that are visiting you on your website as sales growth, the people that are engaging with your content on LinkedIn, the people that are engaging with your content on Facebook, um, you know, the people that are buying your book directly from you that are listening to the podcast. Are you leveraging that data? No. Toward... Okay. So you're not leveraging currently. Um, have you looked into, is there a reason that you are not uh, leveraging it? Cause I can let you know that Gardner uh, has done some studies and overall, the impact of companies that are not utilizing their data correctly, uh, IBM estimates at about three. So you asked one question, and now you're already trying to sell me the idea of using my data. You asked one question, and you're already your in sell mode. Two I'm trying questions. to articulate to you why you should be using your no, data. Don't, don't, don't fucking try to convince me why I should be doing anything. You should know this. Don't try to, you need to first find out if I have a problem. Then right, you can you have a problem. I'm telling you, you have a problem because you're not using your data to help. Oh you my God! You did all this research and watched all these shows, and the word that just came out of your mouth is, I'm telling you, you have a problem because you're not using that data. Okay, what problem do I have? Okay. So, by the, the, last, the last few calls I've watched, you know, the, I was just watching the SEO call with Lance and talking about SEO and trying to drive more traffic and all that organic search, all that good stuff. So a company needs an overall data strategy to understand where all of the people are finding you. What problem do I have? Right now you're preaching to me. You're literally preaching. A company needs a data strategy to do. Do you know what it would look like if I got a buyer on the phone and said, a buyer that doesn't train their salespeople is an underperforming sales team. Gardner said the teams that don't don't have internal training are 22% less likely to. Do you know what people would do to me if I said that to them? They'd be like, get the fuck off the phone. So stop. So you told me I have a problem. Tell Watch what I do here. Watch what I do here. You I tell know. me what my problem is right now. What's my problem? What I perceive your problem to be? No, what my, no, I don't give it what you're perceived. See, 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 everybody listening. Everybody listening. This is what salespeople do. I don't care about your perception until I believe that you understand my world. Sure. So, so, so if anything, if you're really good and you believe I have a problem, you need to keep asking questions and you need to keep digging in to then uncover or get me to validate your thesis. So right now you said, I know, this is what you, these are your words. I know you have a problem. What is my problem? Okay, so you're not currently leveraging the data towards any type of data no. strategy overall towards your growth currently. I'm just trying to understand what you're currently doing with that information from your customers. That's that's what I was trying to get at. Okay, well then ask more questions and stop talking, right? Like okay. ask so, more questions. So we're not doing, you do not have, doing any of that data. Since you do have all of these different sources where people can find you, where what is your preferred, where do you want them to find you? Like ideally for you. LinkedIn, the website, LinkedIn and the website. LinkedIn and the website. Mm -hmm. And then once you get them there and they're on the website, how are you capturing that traffic? How are Good you question. identifying who's visiting you? Good question. So we use HubSpot. And so we have a bunch of resources. So people can download our resources from our resource library. And so when we do that, we capture them. Um, they can, we just actually set up a way to sell the book directly. So if they go to Gap, uh, Gap Selling Book directly, they can buy the book directly. So we captured that information. Um, uh, and then they also have 
you know, connect with an expert or connect with ASG. And so they, we call those hand raises and they can say, Hey, I'm interested in talking about training. I'm interested in talking about consulting and I'm interested in talking about speaking. So they can get us that way. So those are the main ways that people can connect with us. Okay. And then you mentioned LinkedIn and the website are the two main sources where you would like people to find you. Why do you want them to find you there? As opposed to the other outlets that you have. Oh, because that's where we put most of our content. So, yeah. and that's where we have the biggest audience. And I believe that's the particular area where there's a, uh, our buyers live. Now, with the exception of the book, and we'll be dropping a, a book campaign here in the end of October, beginning of November, where we do some ads on Instagram uh, to drive people to buy the book. The majority of our ICPs and the people that buy from us aren't, aren't going to be buying sales training or even okay. looking to buy sales training on Instagram. They might buy the sales book and then through the book, we move them over to LinkedIn and move them to the website. But right now it's those two spots because that's where ICP lives. Okay. And in some of your other trainings you've spoken about uh, or some of your other calls, the individual training is all self-finding right now. Is that correct? People that sign up for your individual online training, yeah. they just organically found you. Yeah. So how are you engaging with those people that are doing the individual online training after it's it's done we have them in sequences right but when they're done right now we're not because we're not okay they've taken the training and they've had the subscription for a year so we're not okay could you see value in communicating with that individual who has obviously seen the value in the gap selling training to see if there may be an opportunity to expand to whatever sales team that they are working with. It stands to reason. Yeah. yeah. Has that method been applied or do you have an ability to track? And Yeah, we can track that? all those people. Hmm? Okay. So are you actively working with them and identifying, you know, how they're engaging with you across these different platforms? No, they're engaging with across the different platforms. No, no. Okay. Um, so how many people that take the individual training, express an interest beyond that training, interest in coaching beyond the, the training? We don't offer coaching, individual coaching. Okay, okay. Is that a- I know we, haven't, we haven't traditionally, I shouldn't say that. We just actually added the individual coaching element uh, in the last 90 to 120 days, roughly, maybe six months. So we have a team of, of gap selling trainers that we now send those people who want individual coaching to them. Right. I, I, I had learned that through doing your website. So I was imagining, is that an area that you perceive is a large growth opportunity for the business moving forward? Um, actually, yeah, I think that's, that's a good question. I think that's something we could probably get better at. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, and currently right now I, I did engage in the free version of the training um, I know you've complained about like not being able to or vented about not being able to like add new content in easily. Um, but I was curious, how are the people that are engaging in the training currently, how are you seeing what they're engaging in or where they're spending most of their time? Do you have any way to track that? Or uh, like say someone was on, it spent the discovery questions. Let's say they watched that video four or five times. Do you have any ability to, uh, capture that information? No. And if, uh, I mean, look, I do, do know that you can't move from stage to stage. So we obviously, obviously know when somebody's got into it. 
Right. We, yeah. So I know we track the journeys because when people buy it from a company perspective, we have a dashboard that allows them to see how far someone's gotten through the training. Right. So the management be like, hey, you know, Matt's only gotten two sections out of nine through it. What the hell's going on with that? So I know we have that. Um, but as far as if once they've unlocked it and they've watched it six times, they have no idea. And I don't know that I'd even care about that information. Well, my thought was that if you're trying to pitch the training to those individuals, if they've taken the discovery portion seven times, it stands to reason that they probably want some additional help with discovery. And maybe like, hey, as a sales trainer, we noticed that you've engaged in discovery. Would you be open to some one-on-one training vis-a-vis discovery? And that was kind of how you could leverage that data to drive some additional value. All right. So so that's an interesting perspective as well, right? Um, but remember, right? So, so you're talking about the online training, right? Yeah. And someone signing up and then moving into coaching. And I told you we just moved, we just created this coaching thing about um, 90 to 180 days ago, right? Okay. So, um, and that's for our certified trainers, right? So, no, we haven't really put a lot of effort and and manpower behind um, combing through all the people that have gone through it, seeing how many times somebody's gone through something, then sending that information over to certified trainers. So certified training can call them and ask if they want training. I think what's interesting about your two things. First off, that's business to consumer. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's business to consumer. That is not the biggest piece of our business. So right. the fact that you're really asking questions about how we can leverage the use of our LMS, which they've already paid us for, to try to mine them for upsells at a at a at a person by person level, right? At a B to C level. Yeah, no, I mean, look, yes, yes, that would be smart. Yes, maybe we should build a report or something and then send that report off to um, our certified trainers and let them go through that and make those calls. But in the scheme of our business, that is only a small piece of our business. And let me help you out. The only reason we even have that piece of business is because we'd get calls from people whose companies wouldn't invest in the training. And these people really, really wanted the training. So we tr- And they wanted someone that could coach them. So we wanted to come up with a way to provide service to that small group of people who was willing to invest in themselves and wanted coaching we didn't offer before. But that is not a main driver of our business. So, you know, so you're spending a lot of time taking me down a road that is, is immaterial to me. Okay. My thought was that if you, I didn't realize the, the reason why people were engaging in the individual training is because their companies didn't value the sales training. So I was thinking that if they valued the sales training, they could present it to their company and then that could be a funnel towards, a yeah. you know, we've had 10 of your people from your company take this online training. We see that. We see that. If we see that, we're on that. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's, I guess, where I was trying to go to get it back to that company from the individuals. But I'll pivot more to just around the company. Um, so, like, when you are presenting the results to the executives I hired, like, how are those being displayed? Or how, how do they see you know, the results of the training after you're done. The online training or our yeah. in-person? Well, whichever no. is more uh, beneficial. No. It seems like the in-person training is the biggest moneymaker. So how are you showing the executives like the the stick rate of the training? 
we wouldn't have access to data that would show the stick rate. How would we do that? So like how, what currently right now constitutes a successful in-person training? How do you, how do you gauge that? Okay. So let me ask you a question. How do you think that would be gauged? All right, everybody, let me pause you. Everybody listen, this is the, this is what's important when it comes to gap selling and Matt's trying, Matt's doing a way better job now. At least he's asking questions and on specifics. Right? He's missing all kinds of shit. It's a shit show if I was his manager, but he's still doing better than before. But everybody needs to remember, listen, you got to understand the questions you're asking and have some sense of what's going on, right? A lot of times you guys ask questions to be plain as day. Matt, how do you think a company... Uh, I lost your mic there, but um, how do I think a company would value it? If the, if the all of a large percentage of the uh, sales people engage fully and go through the training. Um, but I was curious as to your post-implementation, if you reach back out to those companies or are tracking you know, any revenue growth or you know anything along those lines where you could then use that to drive other companies. Hey, for this company X, they had year over year growth You know, after we did this. I don't hear you at all. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's just on my end. I can't hear you. I can't I can't hear anything. Can you hear me now? Am I back? There you go. I got you. I think I might have a computer problem because I, my internet says it's great. And this is the second time this has happened to me in three days. So, and I can hear my computer, you know, the, the fan going. So I, I, and this computer is almost four years old. So it might be start fucking Apple. Nothing lasts more than a week. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so here's the deal. You should, when you ask me, you need to ask me questions like you did before, right? You need to be more specific in the questions you're asking. So you might want to say, hey, currently today, how are you guys measuring the success of a sales training? At, like, you, you, you're not curious enough. You're, try, you're, listen, you're asking all these questions, trying to find something to sell to. You're not asking questions to try to understand how my business works, understand what's going on. You're just not asking those types of questions. So start thinking, stop thinking about trying to sell shit and start thinking about trying to understand and then diagnose. Sure. Okay. So you mentioned that you have a dashboard for the businesses that use you. You know, what, what all does that expose to the leaders at the company? That's what I was trying to, to understand. Okay. That dashboard was, is in the online training. Okay. So, so there you, isn't one for the in-person training. No. Okay. So here, here, watch this, watch this. I want you to go and breathe. Okay, I want you to breathe. Okay, because the question you just asked suggested to me that you're not thinking anymore. Okay, there would never be a dashboard for live training. There would never be a dashboard. What, what would be on that dashboard for live training? 
I thought that the live training you had the modules and people were engaging with them like that I wasn't understanding how the live training operated I guess okay then fucking ask the questions that's what I'm trying to say to you and this is everybody listening motherfuckers if you don't understand something ask questions to understand stop trying to pretend look in society people think asking questions means you're stupid no asking questions and you're a goddamn genius and you feel even a slight bit uncomfortable with your question because even i sometimes like i i think i'm supposed to know this and i don't but i am not going to pretend i don't so i might say something like look this may seem like a stupid question but could you explain this to me please or this maybe i missed something here so could you just walk me through that one more time or could you help me understand Fucking fall on your sword a little and ask the goddamn question. Don't move through without knowing because you're going to back yourself into a corner. And I'm listening to you ask some of these questions. I'm like, this fucking guy doesn't get it. Like, literally, I started thinking, he doesn't get it. I told him three times we do most of our shit by live. If you're thinking about a live training, you know damn right well that there isn't a dashboard. Everybody's in a fucking right. room or they're on Zoom and they're being coached and talked to by a, a sales trainer. There's no dashboard. There's no modules. There's none of that stuff. Right? Is that a fair statement? Sure. So, yes. So go. Keep going now. So I guess I was coming at it from a rep perspective who has attended some of these live trainings and generally, you know, not there's a different level of engagement between these reps. So I was curious, like, how do you follow through with these companies after the live training to validate that it was successful? Like what, what makes it a success in their eyes? That's a good question. Now, that's a good question. So first off, we do two things. One, we have besides the training, we, have, we call retention packages, where we go with the team, and we work with them after the training to help reinforce the training, right? So that we can make it stick. Like anything else, I just teach you how to do something. If I don't keep coaching you to make you get better, and it's a waste of time. So there's a lot of live interaction and a lot of engagement after the training with these retention packages. The other thing we do is we offer a, a, a survey where they take a survey and okay. we use Alchemer and we provide a survey for every single training and every individual training, even if we do multiple trainings for the same company. And we also splice that by rep. I mean, sorry, not okay. by, by uh, trainer. So we can see which trainers have the highest scores. We can see which areas people like the best, which they don't like the best, et cetera. So we do all of that. Okay. So how are you like processing that survey data? Is that something that's done through noted analytics or like, how, how do you, identify the relevant responses so that you can adjust your strategy we just read it we, we're not we and we can aggregate things so we you know we we do it all independently but then we can go because it's this me phrase it it's one survey of which we can then sort or filter by uh who took it but it all rolls up so we, as it all rolls up we can see where we're strong where we're weak we can see what areas that People can continually say they don't like the training or scores lower versus higher. And then we can do that by rep. I mean, God, by rep. we can do that by trainer. So we can all look at all the different trainers and say, okay, you know, Mary seems to do really well here, but low here. Keenan, Keenan has the biggest spread between his NPS score. Like Keenan has some of the highest uh, nines and tens, but also some of the lowest twos and threes because he pisses people off. And so, yeah, so we see all that. Okay. So how, how much time does it take you to process like all that survey data? After? Very, we don't use it very often. Not use it. So what I mean, is the, what is the value then that why, why even ask the surveys if you're not using that data very often? Because we want to see what, what people think when they're done. Right. It's, it's not like people are filling this out every 20 minutes. So, right. right. So if we do a training a week, we go in, we see what happened. If it's consistent with what we saw in the other ones, 
we keep moving. If they loved it, great. If they hated it, we call them up and say, what happened? So I, I, I don't know how else we would use it. We, I, I don't know that we need to be, quote unquote, using it every day. Sure. Like, do you have an ability to compare and contrast, like, the survey data from each of your individual trainings? Like, so you could see, oh, this this particular vertical, really, like, these aspects of the training. You know, we don't do it by vertical. Okay. We don't capture vertical. Okay. How are you currently capturing your your market share or identifying by, by oh wait what's the question like how are you how are you are you doing anything with that survey data to identify like other industries or particular companies that based on what they're telling you like hey this would work really well for these, no. sub, these type of companies no and and we don't capture that data when we sign them up so we wouldn't we wouldn't even like we, we yeah we'd have to start now by asking what industry are you in i i mean i guess if i had the data you could prove me wrong or i could prove it right but i don't really think that industry specific it has any play in someone's like or dislike of gap selling gap selling is so agnostic that i would find it very very i think they'd be outliers if somebody was this doesn't work for you but it does work for you it it works for everybody okay Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you about two or three more questions and I'm breaking in because you, you, you're just, you're struggling. You don't even know it. Well, yeah, I, I am struggling because it, it seems like, you know, just based on the research I've done, the number one problems that sales companies run into and that you've spoken about is like customer acquisition costs and then retention rate of the training. So I'm trying to ask questions around how you can leverage the data that you already have from the people that have engaged with you to give you an opportunity to show like we've done really well. All right. So watch yeah. this. Everybody paying. I'm looking down at my phone. Everybody talking. Everybody listening. This is this is for all of you. Matt took the bullet, but you're all going to help. Matt, I don't know if you can remember. This is live. I can't rewind it. But I want you to repeat what you just said to me. You said, I was asking questions to, to do what? Uh, to get a better understanding of how you could leverage your data to drive, you know, the cost of customer acquisition costs down, essentially. Everybody hear what he said? Everybody hear that? Everybody hear? I'm asking questions to better understand how I can show you how to better leverage your data. That is not gap selling. So everybody needs to pay attention. This is why Brady's going to love what I'm about to say. This is why about 70% of people who read the book say they're gap sellers and they have a gap selling organization they really believe they do and you don't. You don't. That is not gap selling. Gap selling is not about asking questions to understand, to show me how your product works. Gap selling is asking questions to find out where I have a problem or set of problems that exist today because I don't have you. I get how data works, Matt. I'm not an idiot, right. right? So what you needed to do was you needed to find a place where I didn't have data. And because I didn't have that data, I was it was costing me something, right? And I think that's hard for you because we're a small company. We're not a massive company, right? But I don't. you went and started in all the wrong places. You need to ask yourself, which you kind of did, but I think you got it wrong, is where where is Keenan not using data today? And because he's not using that data today, it is negatively affecting his business now. Where is that? 
Where is that? You know what I'm saying? And you just, right. you, 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 you weren't asking questions to get me to say, oh, that's a good, okay, Matt, this is how I'm going to help you out. You want to ask questions to get me to say, oh, shit. Because you're right, because I'm not capturing that data, or because I can't see that data, it's probably cost me A, B, and C. Right. Don't ask me questions to get me to show me how if, if I use data, it'll be better for me. You can't, you literally can't do that unless you found a problem for me first. Well, the again, the problem would be not getting. The, as much insights out of the data you currently have. That's not a problem. How you're reviewing it. That, that's, that's a root cause. That's not a problem. That is not a problem. The business problem would then be that your revenue growth is not, you know, as much as it could be with the data strategy. Like, okay. So then you got to find mine, Matt. You're in, yeah, you're you in a big picture world. What? You didn't have a data strategy at the beginning. That was the first question I asked you. Yeah, but, but you didn't translate that into how is my lack of data strategy in any way, shape, or form slowing my growth? You you have got me anchored in no existing – yeah, look, I've done this before in the show, and I'm going to do it again. Matt, right now, you're like a person who's trying to sell me a fucking diet or, or, or a workout routine, okay, by saying, well, hey, you eat shitty food. Like, I literally just went down and had three chocolate chip cookies. That's all I've eaten today so far, Right. Keenan, you don't exercise. I don't exercise. So you have a problem. No, I don't. I'm 6'2", 185 pounds. I still have washboard fucking out. They have the luckiest genetics in the goddamn world. So until you show me that I have a problem, and maybe you're like, Keenan, let me do your fucking blood work. Oh, shit, you're high um, cholesterol. I didn't see that part. You could have a heart attack. You'd be the skinniest man in the world have a heart attack. I didn't know that. Thank you. Let's talk. But you're not getting it, Zach. You have got to get me, not you. You don't fucking matter. You've right. got to get me to see that I'm missing out on something. And if you can't get me to see that, you can tell me all fucking day long that I don't have a data strategy and I'm losing money. I'm not hearing you. Got you. So okay. is that, did that help at all? At all? A little. Um, I mean, I'm trying to understand how I can... Show you the power of leveraging your Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's why you're stuck. I want you to go back and watch this. You're not hearing me. You literally just said, everybody hear what he said. I'm trying to show you a way of the power of data. Fucking stop. Stop. Stop trying to show me anything. Stop trying to get me to see anything. Stop trying to get me to understand your product. Stop it all. Stop it all. A moment that I'm seeking, like that you, oh shit, I could be increasing my revenue by you know over 12 percent because most companies in the united states they are losing around 12 percent of total revenue because they don't have a fully built out data strategy i'm I'm trying to show you how having a a data strategy i know and i'm you know what someone just said listen someone just said i don't think he's listening you're not either you're not listening or you're not hearing i know what you're trying to do again you're trying to convince me someone who doesn't eat healthy is going to die soon. I'm trying to convince you that eating healthy and working out, and if you don't do those things, you're fucked. Right, I don't know how to say this. I don't see it in me. Right? I don't see it in me. I'm 6'2", 185. If anything, I'm on the thin side. So you know what I would do in my case? Keenan, you're right. You're, you're super thin. Do you ever get insecure when you go to the beach? Actually, that's a good point. I've lost a little weight. Wait, I do get a little insecure when I go to the beach. 
So now all of a sudden, oh, this isn't about health and living longer and eating well. It's not about any of that fucking shit. Hey, Keenan, are you single? I'm making this shit up the rest of the way. Yeah, I am single. When's the last time you were on a date? How many hits are you getting on your fucking, your, your hinge, your bumble? I'm not as many as I used to. How old are the pictures? Three or four years. Are you thinner than you are now than you were then? Yes. So why have you put up new ones? I'm actually a little insecure about that. Oh, now you've got something fucking, Matt. Now you're like, Keenan is insecure. He could probably bulk up. So rather than spending all this time telling him that because he's not working out, he's not healthy, he's eating like shit, I switched the argument and say, Keenan, one of the reasons you're losing weight is someone with a metabolism like yours, when you don't work out, when you don't eat well, your body does X, Y, and Z, and that's why you're losing the weight. And if you don't stop putting the muscle mass back on, you're going to start losing weight at even a faster rate, and now you're going to get even skinnier. Right. I don't think that's fucking true, but the point is now you're talking to me. Matt, you're not getting it. So what you got to do is stop thinking about your fucking product. And by the way, I know you're not a good listener, so here's the best thing you need to do. Fucking learn to listen. Because I'm even watching your eyes. I'm watching them. And you listen for this much, and then you're already ready to say something, or you want to counter, or you're like, but I don't agree. I can see it. I can see it. You're going to learn to listen. So there's my two cents. I'm going to give you another minute. See if you can diagnose where I am. Take a breather. Come on, baby. You got this. I know I put you on the spot with that rant, but you got this. Okay. Um, can I ask a question around noted analytics? Uh, you've spoken about yeah. uh, a survey that you conducted of all of these different decision makers, these buyers. Um, how are you processing that that data? I, I know you've spoken about it over a couple of months. You're really excited for the report to come out um, so you can show people why they're wrong about such, such, and such. Like, what is that? Could you walk me through that process? That's a great question. That's a fantastic question. And the answer is, I don't know. Matt has, Matt, my head of, head of noted over there, he's using some application, actually, to okay. try to pull that data down, to try to sort that data, to run that data through and get the, um, get the, the trends or whatever. And I don't. I know he's been struggling with that, actually. I know that okay. that there's tons and tons of data. Look at his eyes, everybody. See his eyes just light up. He's like, oh, I got something, right? So, um, <laughs> but I don't know what the application is. I'm sorry. And I don't know exactly why. He, he has, all, what I understand, he can get all the data, but he can't really manipulate it and, and mm. do what he wants with it. And so it takes him a long time. Okay. Okay. So, how how long has that process been going on for? Like, do you have a timeline where that project is estimated to be finished? And um, like yeah, it's, it's fairly new. I gave him like a, a, about a month or two ago to, uh, wait. I don't know what I did. Anyways, I'm reading the text. I mean, the comments. So, um, but I do know that it's not going as fast as I like, number one. And I okay. do know number two, um, um, it's fairly new. Oh, it's fairly new because I just asked them to do this effort. We collect all the data from people when they yeah. on Node Analytics from across all the different customers. And we're seeing, and I know there's going to be trends. I know there's going to be trends as people right. do, do stuff. And so I told them to go get that stuff. So it's fairly new. Okay. So what was the goal of putting on that survey um, to begin with? Good question. Now you're talking. Okay. The goal was we believe, now I kind of gave it to you, but that's okay. Still a good question. Sure. We believe that we can show where um 
deals close and what's being done when we deals close and things like we want to be able to show things like sales managers who review an opportunity X times have an X number percentage of close sales managers who view a deal within one day versus two day versus a week um, have a greater close rate. So we think we can show a lot of correlation and causation of close dates and win rates by seeing how managers behave with their reps and how they, the feedback they provide. And we want to be able to share that data to people, one for marketing and two for motivation to continue to use it. Okay. So how do you plan on, on sharing that data? If you're taking so long to process it, how, how do you plan on uh, presenting it until it's received in the best fashion? We present it. You put it in a fucking, uh, you put it in a, in a meme, you put it in a photo, you put it, uh, what do you mean? How, we, we take it and we put it in something and put it on social media or send a PDF and send it to our customers. I mean, what do you mean? I don't, I don't even understand. Well, I mean, that's, it, that's basically what business intelligence does. Is it? Oh, help? you did it again. See, uh, see, see, see. Right. No. But you're not, you're not no. understanding how I can help the, help with the problem, which is. You haven't, you. Data. You're taking two months to process this data. We can help. You yeah. just asked me, see it, you do it again. You're not, you, you, you cannot get out of your own goddamn way. You, the question you just asked me is how we're going to display it or how we're going to get it out. I right. just said we're going to use a PDF. Who fucking cares? But anyways, you asked the question I answered it to. So what's the next so, question? Uh, what would be the downside of if that project was not successful? Well, I think you can pretty much know that. Everybody, I hate those questions, everybody. Why don't you, I'm going to give you a chance to improve. Why don't you ask that question so it's not an obnoxiously annoying sales question? Okay. Um, what would the impact be if you did all this research and not the impact, I'm sorry. What would, uh, what would happen if you did all this research and you presented it and it's not well received? How would... I wouldn't I, I wouldn't put it out if the data wasn't valuable. So there's there's no chance of that data not being well received. Zero. The data itself is valuable, but how you send it out, how it's formatted is a large part of how people are gonna perceive it. Right? Like it's okay, it's, so we're using it for marketing. You're using so, it for marketing. so it's gonna be formatted really simple. Hey everybody. Think Gong, think Gong in their in their LinkedIn post. Hey, did you know that people who curse in a meeting close twenty two percent more deals? That's all they had to fucking say. See, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm gonna close more deals now. Okay, so that's how it's going to be distributed. It's I'm not trying to create an internal report for the organization to make different decisions. There's gonna be marketing data. Okay. So see, how see, what see. what value will that provide for? Noted analytics or a sales group uh, is that what's the goal okay. of putting these marketing out figures out there for other businesses? Okay. So it's an average question, but I can live with it. I think you already know the answer. Like, like I want you in think mode, right? So I, here, I'm going to help you on this. I would rather everybody listen to another teaching moment for everybody through Matt. I would rather the question be, what's the objective there when it's pretty clear the early answer. Cause he said marketing, he said, what's the objective of marketing, putting that data out there. That's fucking stupid. The question, if you want validation, this is a validating question from Jeff Sling. The question really should be, so is it fair to say that all of this data that you're trying to gather is to drive marketing 
to show other customers why they would want to use Node Analytics because they can't do they can't get this data themselves without using you. So is this about lead generation and is this about customer acquisition? Yes. See what I did there? See, yeah. see, that's a salesperson, Matthew. The way you've been doing it is just obnoxious. So, that's yes, yes. So I mean, the book five months ago. So okay. I'm three months. No excuses. Ago. Keep going. Stay in the moment. Stay in the moment. Um. So, how, how, what impact? Uh, how do you and will you gauge the that project being successful? Like, what, what, what is your goal to grow Noted Analytics by? Okay, I'm gonna help you out with this one. It was a terrible question, but still, I wasn't. Yeah, it, okay. Here, I'm gonna help you out. The goal of this is to find as much unique data as possible that can begin to change the perception of sales organizations and frontline sales managers and CROs in the impact that their frontline sales managers have on win rates via deal reviews. The entire world is so focused on top of the funnel, it's a fucking joke. Top of the funnel, top of the funnel, top of the funnel. I was just told to be nice to you. Anyway, so, be nice. right, so we believe that, yes, top of the funnel is important, but we believe there's way, 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 way more value in focusing on the stuff you get into the pipeline and improving that process, and those approaches and those methodologies so that you can convert more of what you get in, which reduces your CAC and reduces the pressure on the top of the funnel, right? Right. So my daughter likes to fish. If she, if she can only snag 20% of the fish that actually bite, then she's, and she wants to catch 10 fish. That means she's got to get, I'm shitty at math, 200, no, hundred, she's got to get a hundred freaking fish to bite. Right. That's hard. But if she learns to turn that into 50% of fish bite, she snags, she only needs 20 now. That's more realistic. The sales world can't get this through their head. They're still trying to get more and more and more and more at the top of the funnel. So that's what we want to do with the data. We want to be able to show people the value of that. Okay. Okay. And so is that the main function of noted analytics like as you said matt it's a couple of main project is that the the largest part of the business of noted analytics i, I did more of my research on a sales growth than noted analytics i apologize so is that the purpose of yeah noted analytics is a is a deal management opportunity management tool that helps improve win rates so if organizations struggle with win rates we yes that's what it does okay um so all right, so I'm going to break it. All right, last question. Last question. See what you do with it. I said, once you have all of that, that marketing data is presented out for the marketing purposes, how, how is that going to grow uh, noted analytics for you? But you, okay, remember I just told you don't ask that kind of question. At, you should know, how do you think it's going to? I actually kind of answered that question already, did I not? Yeah, I mean, for marketing purposes and showing people where that they're going to get revenue from in the funnel um, yeah. and how to maximize their funnel versus just focusing exclusively on top of funnel. Good. So if we're successful in that, what do you think it's going to do? It's going to shape the perception and impact those organizations um, to help their selling strategies. Yeah, but what do you think it's going to do for us? I don't know. That's why I was asking. Oh. What does marketing do? Okay, everybody, this is the last piece of advice that's going to be for everybody. So this, so Matt, I'm going to bring it down a level. I think there's a lot of opportunity for you to either 
improve your business acumen or because I don't think it's that or stop selling. I think your your desire to sell is so strong that it's clouding your general thinking. So why do you think I would invest in trying to get data out of Node Analytics to create all of this marketing to show people that there's millions of dollars trapped inside their pipeline because this frontline sales managers do not know how to properly manage an opportunity with the rep, right? Why do you think I would want people to see that? So that they would then become sales growth uh, company and utilize your methodology. Yeah, well, Noted Analytics, they'd buy Noted Analytics, right? So that is lead generation, right? Right. It's pretty simple. So when I tell you that that's why we're using marketing, we're going to create marketing opportunities, and you ask, why am I doing that? You lose credibility because you'd be plain as day. So this is a lead generation strategy. So what you should have come back to is this is, you got really close and you missed it because you're too hard to sell. Really close. What you should have come back to is, and I said, Yes, it's difficult for Matt to get out of it. It's difficult for him to sort through the data. It's difficult for him to see what the trends look like. That's where we're hung up right now. So if we're hung up right now, then that doesn't allow us to create the outcomes from a marketing perspective I'm looking for, or it doesn't allow us to see certain things that may be sitting right in front of him. He just can't manage the data appropriately to get what he wants to get done. And so therefore, I can't launch my marketing campaign. If I can't launch my marketing campaign, then I can't get that business that I want. So that you missed it. You literally missed it when I said you just fucking boop, you missed it. You missed it. Right. Yeah, I had it when you had the problems and then I got sidetracked. I don't know if it was from, you know, all the energy that you bring, but uh that was very political. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm decent. I don't know. I'm a I fancy myself a decent listener, but I, you're right. I was probably too uh focused on my my focus was on how to get you to see that you could do more with your data, which is not what it should have been. I I don't know how to say this because I say it every day and I start to think I'm stupid. Okay. Because I say it to people every day and it doesn't sink in. So we've got, we've lost some people, but we we have a a good amount of people on this right now. Right. Uh And so I want everybody listening. You can't convince somebody of what, why your product is good or why they need your product or, or why they, why not having a data strategy matters or why not working out matters or why not eating healthy matters, right? You can't convince somebody of that. Listen to me, everybody very closely until you've got them to admit they have a problem. If you cannot get them to admit they have a problem, then trying to convince them that not having something is a problem is a fruitless effort. It's an absolutely fruitless effort. So it seems like the main problem that we've, you self-diagnosed, I, I maybe enabled you to self-diagnose it, but was uh, Matt dealing with this plethora of data and being able to make sense of it so that you can roll out your marketing campaigns. Um, what is the delay and how is the delay in this project impacting? Or what are... What is something that we, you're doing to speed up this project? For- Nothing right now. Matt actually just texted me. I thought I was going to be about this, but it's not. Um, not he's just working on it. He's trying to get out one piece of data a month. One I mean, sorry, 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 sorry. One piece of data a week is what he's trying to do right now. Okay. So this is I what I'm going to do for you. This is what I'm going to do for you. We're done. You got the longest one ever. I gave you more runway than I've ever given anybody. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to promise you an opportunity. I want you to email me the name of your company. 
okay? okay. Unless you want to tell everybody here what it is, that's fine too, okay? Um, and then I'm going to send that to Matt and I'm let Matt self-diagnose if he thinks that your company could solve this problem. And if he does, then I'll make him call you. If he doesn't, you're SOL, okay? Fair enough. Should have done a better job. So okay. appreciate the opportunity. Okay, so no problem. So look, I think the biggest... The biggest takeaway here for you in this is two things. First, stop trying to sell. That has been that was the whole time you were doing this, and you even said it at least three times, even though I told you you were doing it, told you to stop it. Then you came back and told me that's what you were going to do. Is you kept trying to ask questions to try to get me to say something so you could tell me why I needed your product. Tell me why a lack of data strategy doesn't work. Using other people's stuff, people who have who, who don't have a data strategy are 12% less or people with a data strategy. To, I don't care about people and new to the buyers. They don't care. So you were so focused on trying to ask questions in the veil of telling that didn't allow you to next listen and didn't allow you to understand, diagnose and assess what's going on in my world. So you could find a problem that I have with data that's affecting an outcome that I want to achieve why am I having the problem with that data? And because I'm having that problem, if you don't come along, X, Y, and Z is hurt. That's the key piece, right? You, you, until I told you, you couldn't have written in the CRM, if Keenan doesn't buy from us, this is what happens. You couldn't have done that. Even if you had convinced me that, oh, yeah, you're right. Me and maybe we should do a little more with data. And I'm like, you're right. We don't have one. You couldn't have said, right? Am I telling the truth? You could not have said, if Keenan doesn't buy from us, this is the impact to his business. Could you? Uh, not, no, not uh, directly based on what you told me. No, no. And that's, but that's the key piece. Go look at all your opportunities you see on right now and see if you can do that. Cause that's where you want to get going back to my cheesy metaphor. Why is Keenan going to buy, I don't know, Bumble or whatever, because Keenan hasn't it because Keenan is insecure and he's getting thinner. And if he doesn't do anything about this, he's going to be even more insecure. And he's going to go to the beach less. And he's going to feel like he can't get a date. And he's going to feel these things. And he doesn't want to feel that. You see what I did right there? Mm-hmm. That's why he's interested in working out with a trainer. Or that's why he might buy from us. Not because he doesn't have a workout now. That's secondary. Not because he's like shit now. That's secondary. It wasn't until I anchored Keenan in the fact that some things he wants and the feelings he's having is a result of not having that. And it's his. It's his by himself. Right. That's the key piece you're missing. You got to get theirs by themselves. Yeah. Did that help? Yeah, it did. Okay. All right, my man. So here, here's. Give me, give me a, a, a fist through this way. I got you. Okay. This is what I do for you. You're gonna get free access to the Gap Selling Online Training. Uh, I don't know how to do. It. Yeah. Uh, just hit me up in 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 LinkedIn. And I will send you to Brady, who will get you all set up, and you will get free access to that. So thank you very much for playing. Cool. I give you Absolutely. credit. I give you credit for taking because I was hard on you. I was really hard on you. Okay. But I'm hard on people who I feel aren't listening. Like I get like that because I got to break through. Got to break through. Okay. Um, and then go and, and then hopefully you apply it and change it, and it, it has an positive impact on the rest of your sales because that's what I want from you in the end of the day. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Maddie. Good work, baby. <laughs> Thank you. All right, brother. Peace. Yeah. All right, everybody. In spite of the um, 
technical difficulties, which I may have, I may have to buy a new computer. It works pretty good most of the time and it's been getting better today, but I don't know. Cause I got plenty of internet, but man, that computer is anyways. Um, so for those of you who are just watching for the first time, you have just experienced gap cell Keenan. Gap cell Keenan is a real salesperson with a real product for a real company who's trying to get their 15 minutes with me to see if I have a problem or issue they can solve for me or my company. Matt just attempted that. Y'all saw what happened. If they actually find a problem, we will buy. This is real. Like I will spend the money. If not, as you saw, they got to go through the gauntlet and get coached and pushed by me. Okay. So if you want to be on Gap Cell Keenan, DM me on LinkedIn uh, and hit me up and we will get you on. All right. So everybody got nothing but love. Hope y'all enjoyed this. Until next time. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Get it, get it. Hate means I do something.